Rang you one from uh, Jube Jube featuring Tepo Tula, produced by Alexis Foka. It's titled Twarello Metro FM 1117. It's uh, where you are at. Very excited to have Jube Jube in studio with us today on the front row. And uh, he's going to be with us for the next couple of moments. We're going to be chatting about his new life and uh, how life has been since, you know, he's been released from prison. He was on Morning Live this morning. But, uh, you know, we're going to find other places that we're going to talk about. How are you? I'm good in yourself. Good. Lovely, lovely, lovely to see you. Thanks for having me. So I say, so um, I, I see Jube Jube, Robin. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm How, good. How's life been? How have you been? Hey, uh, I've been alright. Just you know, taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just grateful um, that I got to smell the fresh air again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just grateful for the love, man, that I'm seeing. You know, the support. I was blinded by it because I wasn't really sure whether how people were going to receive me. You yeah. Know? And so I'm just grateful. And talking about fresh air, the, the first day you, you got out of prison, what was the first meal you had? Do you remember? The first meal I had when I came out, Nelly. Nelly Mkhodu. Kai. Yeah. Yeah, Nelly all right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, talking about leaving and getting out of prison, I'm sure you anticipated that day. You thought about it while you were in, in, in prison, about how it, it was going to feel or, or the thoughts that ran through your mind. When those gates opened and you were a free man, what, what were you saying to yourself at that moment? First of all, you know, the coming out, I, I don't know. I just, I remember I took a step out and I took a step back in. And then I moved, I took a couple of more steps forward, and then I looked, I, I just, I looked at my girl, and I had just fear, you know, and, 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 and like, you know, because I, I you know, I, I, I looked at my girl, I looked at my mother's eyes, you know, I looked at my family that was there to pick me up too, and I was, I was just too, it was just too, I don't know how to explain it, man, but I was almost like scared to step out at the mm. same time, scared to stay back inside, you know? So it, it was really just a whole lot of mixed emotions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And being inside, I mean, how, how was that experience for you? I know you can't give us the details about a typical day inside prison, mm. but did you, because you are a media personality, mm. did you get uh, preferential treatment in, in, in prison? Were you treated like a celebrity? Were Pri- you bullied? Prison. prison. And I'm gonna put it bluntly: mm. prison don't care whether you jupe jupe or not, you know, because there it's it's it's, a, it's another world, you know. Um, and you know, shout outs to the rest of Amakeng and Salele and everybody that you know still stood with me on the inside. You know, I found you know some really um, great people inside as well. People, I mean, it's it's humans and it, it's not animals, mm. you know. So. It, it 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 you know i got to live with some people there and stuff it's it's but there was really nothing easy prison was really hard mm. and uh you know it's everything that you think it is and and, a and then more, some but know? what what kept you going uh was it your friends was it was it your family uh was it prayer what kept you motivated to know that one day i'm actually going to get out of here what kept you to together I wouldn't really say family that much. Family was there to support me. But when you're on the inside, you don't really have contact with your mm. family. So inside, the only thing that kept me going was prayer and God, because that's the only person I was left with inside. Mm. You know, So just praying every day that you wake up breathing, 
or you pray every day that you know you're alive or you just pray that you make it through the jungle because it's a concrete jungle yeah yeah and uh, you know from the time you you were released till this specific day right now how has it been <sighs> it's just all overwhelming um like i said i mean you know since I came out, I've been spending a lot of time with my family, uh, my loved ones, and just trying to stay away from uh, the scene that much. And it it really did not make it easy because people really wanted to see me, and I was shocked at that, you know. So, you know, the shows that I've been doing at the same time also have mm. not been easy for that. But I've tried, you know, to stay away from everything just to spend time with family. And it's really been too overwhelming because the love that I've been getting, I did not expect because I mm. guess it's what, I guess it's what, you know, like even if the stuff that was written in the, in, in the papers were not true, but you know, the media's got so much power to make you believe yes. that you know, ish or flop. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, it was drilled in me so much, and that I had that fear in me, or whatever. So, you know, being out here with all the love and mm. knowing that you know, uh, you know, I come from a nation that is very forgiving, is just. It's just blessed. Yeah, mm. you really, really are blessed. We're going to be going in uh, on that a little bit, uh, a little bit more into greater detail. But uh, it's eleven twenty-two right here on Metro FM. Jube Jube is here with us today. Very, very excited. More music from him coming up. Stay with me. Metro FM. What's next is all that matters. Metro FM. Metro FM. Jube Jube is still here with me, and you know, uh, Jube Jube, you were saying to me off air right now that. Uh, you know, you got out of prison and you, uh, it took a long, long time before you decided uh, to, to get back into the media and to start talking and, 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 you know, telling us about your side of the story. Obviously, there was a conscious decision to say, now I need to pick up the pieces. I can't sit alone at home anymore. And uh, I want to be able to, to share my story. Do you remember that day and what the, the thoughts that were going through your head? Yeah. Uh, because of everything that had happened, you know, I thought that, look, you know, the the entertainment industry, uh, you know, comes with a whole lot of pressure, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm a very private person and, you know, just having my life out there, you know, somehow also contributed to everything. So I, there was a lot of times where I thought, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do music anymore. You know, I don't want to go back into the entertainment industry. I just want to be normal. And... um. It also made it worse with the articles that were coming out. And then when I stepped out, then, you know, I remember I was telling my team, I was like, I'm not ready. I can't do this and I'm not cool, you know. And, you know, just looking in the eyes of my family and everybody and they were like, look, man, you did your time. You paid your dues. You respected mm. the law. Uh, people are waiting for you. You need to get up now, you know, and, and, and do it, you know. And, yes, I did a lot of writing inside and stuff. <sighs> but there were times where I was like, man, do I still got it? You know, and it, you know, when something, you know, when you, when, when you're blessed and when God plays a major role in your life and he's driving your life, there's, I realize that there's nothing that anybody can do about it. There's mm. nothing that anybody can take, you know, they can rip you apart. They can take whatever it is. But once you've been blessed and once God has planted that seed within mm. you, it cannot be removed by anybody. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, you know, what have you taken from this situation? Being in prison, serving time. March 8th happened 2010, getting out of it. What have you taken from this period in your life? It sharpened my character. And around that, I got nothing to say but servanthood. Mm. So being given a second chance for me, 
I'm just here to serve God and do what he wants me to do and to do right by these kids that are still, you know, driving recklessly, mm. that are still, you know, um, drinking alcohol while driving, that are still on drugs and saying, look, man, um, I've been there, you know, I did it. I got the T-shirt. My T-shirt is hanging in prison right now. <sighs> and I'm here now, you know, use me mm. to hold you by the hand, you know, and tell you not because I'm not going to, you know, sell you a fake story and tell you. I haven't been to prison or I haven't seen both sides of the coin. So having experienced all of that, mm. I'm saying, stop it. You ain't got to believe me, but I've been given a second chance to guide you. And would you change anything that happened on that day? Yeah, definitely. It would have been my decisions because, you know, I made stupid decisions. And, you know, I was growing up and I made stupid decisions. So if there's anything that I would have changed on that mm. day, it would be my decisions because... Um, if it was not for my decisions, then I wouldn't have been in prison. But at the end of the day, you know, you can look at this in different ways. Um, there was a plan for everything. Absolutely. Because I don't think that, I mean, with all the schools that I've been going to and whatnot, these kids won't listen to a mandla or a vosi or whatever. But mm -hmm. when I speak to them, you can literally hear a needle drop. And that is what touches me the most because I see future doctors, I feel, you know, uh, future entertainers and all that. And then... Here they are, you know, they see Jupiter being cool and they want to do the same thing. And, you know, I just want to play that part and just correct it. Mm. So a lot of people would rather reap than plant a seed. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Being given the second chance, I am just here for servanthood. And that's it. Amen. And getting out of prison and realizing all the love that awaited you and traveling across the country, performing. Was it overwhelming? Is that what you expected from South Africans, from people who loved you? Or uh, were you were you expecting some level of resistance from from everybody, uh, you know, back home? This morning was my first day out. Uh, wow. Because as I'm sitting here, I'm still shaking, you know, um, and I'm not fully yet comfortable. So, I mean, there hasn't been a show that, you know, I've performed at where I haven't really like broken down and stuff because it's all just too magical for me. So mm. everything seems like it's all brand new. You know, I'm not used to the traveling anymore. I'm not used to the staying out in hotels anymore. I'm not used to facing thousands and thousands of people. I mean, I went inside and I come out and I'm performing in front of 60,000 people. It is crazy and it's very scary. Yeah. And to sit here and now I'm in the studio with cameras and it's it's all new to me, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm still shaking. So it's I'm, I'm not fully into it yet, you know, but the moment I hold the mic and I take a deep breath into it, then everything is just pure bliss. Is that your rehabilitation? Is that where you get your strength, your music? Yeah, because uh, my music is real. You know, I don't fabricate anything on my music and... Um, I speak from the heart and I feel there's a lot of people out there that are troubled and people don't want to face their troubles. People would rather not talk about their problems. So I'm saying, man, as Joop Joop, you know, I've been through A, B, C, D, you know, I've fallen, I've risen, you know, I've, you know, um, I've hit rock bottom. I've come right back up and failing does not necessarily mean that you're not going to come back twice as much. Failing just means that when you come back twice as much, you better make sure that the hand that you're holding is a hand that you're going to take to greatness. And, you know, it's, 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 you know, speaking truth on a mic and speaking to somebody that can relate to that. It's very warming and humbling. You know, when somebody you bump into and they tell you and they're like, listen, I'm going through the same thing because the challenges uh -huh. that we're going through right now, 
be it the drugs, the alcohol, relationships, jobs, or whatever. Those are real life stories. And, mm. you know, unlike talking about I'm on top of a high mountain, you know, I would rather talk about, I would rather inspire somebody. Got you. Yeah. And are you still friends with uh, Mr. Shavalala? Well, I mean, people have gotten that whole story twisted. Uh, Temba was never my, my friend. I mean, I had an artist called Bones at the time, and um, Temba was Bones' friend. And I would only see Temba when it comes to shows or whatever. So we were not friends. Okay. Yeah. All right. And let's talk about your music and your brand new life. Mm. I mean, your music is uh, so raw, mm. so real, so true. So pure, so authentic. Were you writing were you, when you were in prison? Were you recording? Did you, uh, uh, you know, make music? Did you perform <laughs> for anyone in prison? Were there special shows uh, uh, that you maybe ha put together? I, 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 I did. That's all I had time for. Uh, just <laughs> writing, you yeah. know, lyrics. You know, I was busy with the book, you know, from the moment. Because every day in prison, there's something that you learn. And there's something that you experience. So... You know, I had to write about that and not only uh, just write about what I'm going through, but what the next person is going through. Mm. I mean, you sit there and you're like, yo, I'm here. What is this person in for? What's going on? Yeah. You know? So yeah. I try and get into their shoes and all of that stuff. So it was just all about, it was just me and the pen. And I remember sometimes, you know, <laughs> when I'd call them and be like, I'm out of ink, so I need some pens, <laughs> you know? So, um yeah, it was just a lot of yeah. writing, a lot of writing. That's fantastic. Stuff, yeah. You know, do you, I mean, you, you speak a lot about the friends that you made in prison. Do you visit them? Do you stay in, in touch with them? Because they, they, you spend a, a very long time with mm. the people in prison. Mm. Mm. Uh, and of course, they shaped you, might have, might have shaped you in oh, yeah. some ways. Oh, yeah, for Lesson, sure. Lessons that you learned from them as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in prison, man, you find the thuggest, you know, <laughs> you find uh, the most intelligent. Um, you know, you find people from different uh, corners of the world. And... Um, they're all gifted in their own ways. And, um, you know, I, I'm grateful for having met such people because I believe that you can learn something mm. from even a five-year-old, you know. So mm. you can meet different things. You, you can learn different things from different people. And I'm grateful for that, you mm. know. So it's, I learned, look, man, I learned a lot in prison. What's the most important lesson? Appreciation. For? For everything. Appreciation for freedom. Appreciation for life. Appreciation for family, uh, for your blessings. Um, you appreciate every little thing. I mean, you appreciate this bottle of water. You know, you appreciate uh, uh, somebody telling you, I love you. You know, you appreciate uh, hugging somebody. You appreciate the smallest things because everything gets taken away. You know, so you move now from washing in, you know, um, marble bathtubs, you know, to driving the most expensive cars to living in the greatest houses. And you move into a place where you just wash in a bucket, you know, and you eat twice a day. Mm. So appreciation and most importantly, love.
All right, it's yeah. 11.38. Hey, Juke Juke, this one's titled Good Time of Your Life on Metro FM. 11.42, he's my guest in studio right here. The hashtag, the Juke Juke interview right here on Metro FM. It is the front row on a Thursday morning. The Queen is still on your radio. Thank you very, very much for all your tweets. We see them. We absolutely love them. His very first uh, interview on radio since he was released from prison. We're so, so excited to have him in studio with us. But let's talk about the, you know, the good time of your life. Now you, you're a free man mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, now all of us are expecting music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me about you, you know your new music that you did, uh, the song Sorella, which is very, very deep and so pure with mm-hmm. Sebot and Alexis Fogg and Bada Wungen. What is the plan with the uh, with the music? Because you did say although you you all of this is so overwhelming, yeah, uh, music is still your solace. Yeah. So what uh, what is your plan with all the work that you've put together? All right. Well, uh, uh, first off, um, that day uh, Tsola has been. Uh, he, he was. He was. He was like. Uh, a true father, you know. Um, walk, he walked the path with me, you know. Uh, you know, grabbed me by the hand, and he said, "Listen, I am willing to speak on your behalf," you know. And uh, again, I was very touched by that. And uh, he was just one of the people in the industry. And it's funny how out of all the music, out of all the musicians, a legend came through, and he said, "Listen, let's do this, and I'm walk with you," you know. Mm. So I was like, "Wow." How did that make you feel? That made me feel good, really good, because uh, a lot of musicians, everybody turned their back, you know, um, and, you know, I was only left with like a handful of them, you know, from knowing thousands and thousands of musicians to only having that handful, they'll be like, listen, man, we're with you, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, amongst that, you know, on Batswadi Nailing Tatitsa Putsula, and I was like, wow, that really felt good because he yeah. wanted to speak on my behalf because I could not really speak from behind bars. He was on the outside and he was like, okay, how can we do this? I'm going to do this. Wow. How can we do this? Do we get in? Do we get you out? How do we do it? You know, so I don't know how my and team did it, but, yeah. you know, it just, it, it, did you happened. know uh, uh, Papa Tsepotsola before that, or was it just from his own being a good person wanting to do that for no, you? No, I did. I did know him okay. before, yeah. All right. Yeah. And did it frustrate you that you were in there and there were things you wanted to say or things that you wanted to clear up, whether it was a tabloid rumor, an article that you saw that was incorrect? So much. So much so that I, you know, the moment he said that, I used the platform of music as my platform to kind of clear up my story to apologize for what I've done, mm. to set the record straight. Because uh, I could not go to door, I could not go door to door uh, to my fans and tell them, look, this is what it is. So I had to tell them through uh, the music. And I was grateful to get that opportunity through Indebted Temple to use music as my platform. Because, mm. you know, through the music, you can get to all borders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah music does, uh, you know, say the things that you are unable to say. Yeah. Now, talking about your fans, mm. I asked you, are you going to get on social media? You said, hell no. And if your fans wanted to talk to you, they need to talk to you in spirit. <laughs> and the fact that uh, if you were in social media, but <laughs> no, but I didn't mean <laughs> you were tearing up. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just too, yeah. Hey, I'm too fragile, man, for, 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 for yeah. social media and stuff. I don't think I have the patience. You guys are, you guys, but you, you know, uh, social media, yes, they'll be able to get, um, uh, through the Jube Jube, you mm-hmm. know, um, my team is still setting up things right now. But, you know, I'm not really interested in really speaking. Mm. I want to see them. So by okay. seeing them, 
you know, they can obviously get through to us on uh, Jube Bookings at rarebreedent.co.za, mm. Jube Bookings at rarebreedent.co.za, because that's, that's what's most important for me, me seeing them. Then, you know, they'll hear me through the music. Got that's, you. That's great. And, you know, going through something so life-altering, changes your life completely, uh, doing the time, being forgiven, and then, you know, trying to rebuild your life. Mm. What is it that you are struggling with the most in your head, or your heart in terms of emotionally what what is the turmoil you know what, what is it is it you can't forgive yourself or is it difficult to uh, take in all this overwhelming love it's not about not forgiving myself uh, there's a lot of people that did me wrong and in order for me to forgive them I had to forgive myself so and if I had not forgiven myself um, I don't think I'd be able to speak to anybody with love. So I had to forgive myself first, and I'm not battling with that. What I'm battling with is the reconnecting to the outside world because I'm not yet fully uh, reconnected. You know, hey, I'm still fresh, man. I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I still, I still feel, uh, yeah, I still feel like Re- I'm inside. Yeah, reconnected meaning... Taking in or communicating with people or going about your usual life every day? Yeah, because now it's, uh, I have the meat at my doorstep every day. Uh, I can't really go out to, uh, you know, a, a shopping center because I'm not yet free and I'm not really sure what it is that they want. But, you know, I'm not really free. So I kind of feel like I'm still inside on the outside. But the best thing is that I'm spending the time with family because they were taken away. I was taken away from them and uh, there was so much gap. So I just feel like I have to kind of make, know, make, make, the, make time, time up. up yeah. yeah. Now, every Wednesday, I mean, you are somebody that's committed to social responsibility. You visit high schools across the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, you, you have one-on-one sessions with students to motivate them and help them to make mm-hmm. better life choices. Mm-hmm. Um, where did that idea come from? Okay, uh, you know, we, we had a word with the correctional services and because my case involved uh, school kids, I was like, I actually want to give back to the youth, you know, because I know what I did and I saw the impact that it had, mm. you know, um, let me do right by them, you know. So, you know, speaking to kids every, look, one of the things that really bothered me like when I came out, like I said, all these issues that are bothering. And it seems like these issues are way too bigger than the government because the government really is not doing much about it, you know, and they're kind of missing it, you know. The whole Nyaupe issues, the whole drinking issues, the problems that are affecting the youth at the moment, you know. That is what I'm dealing with. That is what I'm addressing Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or, you know, whichever other day that I go there, you know, to mm-hmm. all the schools, you know, that are affected, you know. And some schools may not be affected, but in that school, there is five or four bad boys or bad girls, you know, that this will get to, you know. And to me, that is most important, just to get that information out there, mm. you know. Mm. And there's also a great uh, lesson in, in your life, in your life story, and how it's panned out. And it's a story that I'm sure a lot of people want to read, want to see, want to touch, want to hear over and over again. Because I know a lot of people can learn from what you've been through. Do you have any plans on, you know, writing a book, a TV show, doing a movie, putting together an album? 
Yeah, I'm not really the type that likes uh, <laughs> um, telling people what to expect. You're with me, you know, I just rather like surprising. But since you said it, uh, like I said, when I was inside, uh, I spent a lot of time writing. So, which is the book that's coming out and um, everything, mm. everything that they want to know, everything that they've ever asked themselves questions about, they'll find it in that book and in the movie. And uh, I'm not going to say exactly when it's coming out, but it's there. And I mean everything, you know, because some things I don't want to talk about, mm -hmm. you know, but... Yeah. Yeah. And you are married? Mm-hmm. 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 Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me, uh, you know, you said there's so much that has changed in Johannesburg, mm -hmm. right? Kasiki Gas. Kasiki Gas. Nothing has changed. Yeah. What else have you seen that you that you that you like, oh but this wasn't here, but that wasn't there, but this lots of mm -hmm. lots of things have changed by the way. All the all the different buildings that have just popped up out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Well the roads have got more potholes as you you know <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, what else, man? And um, I, sh I guess, I mean, this building looks different as well, you know. Uh, and that's it. I mean, I haven't really seen much people. I mean, I've only seen, you know, just my production team, mm. you know, uh, and, and, and well, my fans and stuff, but really having to see people, you know, I, yeah. I haven't. But for me, I don't know. The guy I did look how I take up because I don't know what's going on at the road, you know, and all these things you. that are happening and it's so much construction that was it's, happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, traffic is crazy. Yeah, very, know? very hectic. Yeah. Lots, lots, and lots of things have mm, changed. Mm. But uh, what's next? What's From, next? Yeah. But before you answer that question, mm. you said something. I wanted to ask you: What is a typical day like in your life right now? <sighs> what do you do every single day? Um. I'm really committed, man, in, 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 in addressing the youth. So um, addressing the youth, uh, waking up, um, just playing my part there, you know, uh, hitting the studio, uh, coming back and just relaxing. And then um, I've stayed out of a lot of things to do at the office. Yeah. I've stayed out of a lot of things, you know, so... For me, just waking up, giving back to the community, here in the studio, coming back, spending time with family, and doing shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, you probably have thought of the one thing you would want to say to everybody once you come out of prison. The one thing you want to say to the families. The one thing you want to say to your family. The one thing you want to say to uh, South Africans. Mm. The one thing you want to say to the media and just people at large. What is that one thing? <laughs> um... When it comes to the media, I have not, uh, I'm not mad, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm just grateful to God for him giving me a second chance. Um, the media did their best to try, you know, I've been loved, you know, I've been loved by the people and the media tried to get people to hate me and God being God at work, I came out and people still love me. Uh, I'm not condoning what I did. But you can never take the love and you can never separate that. And uh, for my loyal fans out there, all my day ones, coast to coast, I love you. Thank you very much. I'm sorry for the crooked stories that you guys got, you know, um, and what I did again and how it affected you guys emotionally. I apologize for that. As for the youth, 
I'm back out and I'm not going to sit by and watch another kid do the same thing that I did. So, you know, use me to talk to you. You know, if you want to hear anything or you want to know whatever it is or how you can get out of it, speak to me. I will. As much as I give a fan five minutes to talk to, I will speak to the youth just to stop them from going into prison. All right. And in closing, I just want to say, you know, um, till we've seen someone's fall, we don't know who they are. Until we've helped them up, we don't know who we are. So instead of trying to reap something, try and plant a seed and see the impact that you can make in someone's life. Um, and I'll be very happy to touch your hand and reach out to all my fans globally. And uh, I'll see you guys at the next show. Remember, it's Joop Joop, the bookings at rarebeatent.co.za. I love South Africa, uh, and I'm grateful to be part of a forgiving nation. And I promise I won't let them down. Stay tuned to the radio, man. You still got more hits coming through. And I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. One love. Well, we love you. Thank and you. Um, thank you very much for, you know, trusting me with this. It really yeah. is. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Thank you so much for being so honest. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you.